Well, well, well. Well, well, well. Here we are again. Howdy, howdy, folks. You're listening to an episode with me, Matt King. And me, Mike Sheffer. I don't know. Sorry. And it's just us. Just us. Once again, you guys really liked our last episode where we just interview one another. Yeah. And uh, this is just really natural and us just talking. Get to hang out with Matt and Mike for an hour. So yeah, enjoy this episode of Hoot and Half with me, Matt King. And me, Mike Sheffer. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not ready for the for the throw to. Also, quick aside, we will be taking a two-week break after this episode because we are going to be launching our own video version of the podcast. We still will be doing the audio version, but we want to prep and give you guys the video version and the best quality we can. So for the next two weeks, we're going to be laying low. But hey, during this time, feel free to listen to any of our previous episodes, ones you may have missed out on, and uh, get excited. Tell your friends. Also, keep an eye on Matt King's YouTube channel because before we launch, there may be a little... <gasps> Ooh. Matt yes. King, Super 8 surprise coming your way. Oh, you already let them know it's Super oh, should 8? should I not say Super 8? Well, hey, okay. maybe for the people listening. They can yeah, if you listen to the podcast, they get a little, <laughs> little heads up. That's your preview. So yeah, guys, get excited. Some very, very exciting things are coming your way. I hope you enjoy this episode. We back, we back. It's me and Mike. We back, we back. It's the two guys you really like. Hey. How oh, that's that? good. Yeah, it was better than the other version you had. Are you auditioning for Whose Line Is It Anyway? Uh, No, I don't think... I, do, is that show still around? Yeah, they rebooted it recently. Who's on it? The same people. Like Colin and, Mockery. Yeah, Ryan Stiles, Wayne Brady. And then uh, they have a new host. Aisha Taylor, I think her last name is. Is the dad from Outer Banks on it? What? Yeah, the dad who's in Outer Banks used to be in Whose Line Is It Anyway. I'm going to assume it's Chip Esten you're yes, talking about? Yes, Chip. Wow. Yeah, yeah. He does. He was also in The Office for a couple episodes. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was. Yeah. Oh, he's a, he's really good. I was trying to explain that to Todd the other day when he was watching Outer Banks. I'm like, he's a really funny improviser. And he's like, what are you talking about? Did you watch Whose Line Is It Anyway growing up? Um, I did. Uh, but I did, I think, when I was watching a lot of the reruns, though, on Fox Family. But was who, it like a... Whose Line Is It Anyway was big when I was born. Well, there's the UK version that was before we were born, and then they had it in the US with Drew Carey every week, like in the 90s. Uh huh. I guess, what year were you born? 92? Uh, 92. Yeah. When were you born? 1985? Uh, I'm 23 <laughs> years old. So I was born in 2006. Wait, how, what year were you born in? 1989. Okay. So you kind of like, there was like a summer where you could have been my babysitter. Like my be uh, my best friend's brother used to take care of us sometimes, like during the summer. Not like a babysitter, but with an older teenager who would just keep an eye on us during the day. And he was born in '88. Yeah, I mean that's a little bit of a stretch. I feel like when you're a kid, four years is really not like a 13 year old versus a eight year old. Like, I guess that is kind of a big enough difference. <laughs> Do you remember like what's that John Mulaney bit where he was talking about? having a babysitter and just realizing like during that time I was probably nine and Jessica was 13. So what? She could just dial a phone a little better than me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Babysitting's a weird concept. Uh, how many, for... did you have babysitters? Never, never, never. Not I, I don't think, I think like maybe one time in my whole life because your parents never went out or Correct. they just trusted you that much. Uh, a little bit of both, but yeah, they never would go out by themselves to dinner. Like dinner was at home every night, all of us. And then we'd watch like whose line is it anyway, or a TV show. And my parents were just home every night with us. Did you ever have to babysit once in a blue moon? They would go to a wedding or something. And I mean, by that time I was probably old enough to babysit, but I don't know. But no one ever hired you to babysit. Oh no, I was never a babysitter. No. Oh, I pet sit. What is that? It's like babysitting, but you take care of someone's pet. Oh. I feel like you don't get along with cats. Though. I don't like cats. 
Why don't you like cats? I don't because cats are so hard to read for me. And like I grew up with dogs and know how dogs work. And I never really met a cat until I was an adult. So I didn't have like experiences with cats, except one time Daron got bit by a wild cat in New York one time and he had to get rabies shots when he was like a kid. So I just don't because you can't understand what they're thinking or feeling. They don't have that expressive communication like a dog has. Right. But that's what I kind of like like about cats is how independent they are. Like, I, like I do th- think dogs are better creatures, but I love how independent cats are. Because if I had a dog, I would get bad dog anxiety. Like if I'm what out and about mean? away from my house with my friends in my dog's home, your dog is usually panicking and oh, whimpering, wishing that you were there. Yes. Your cat's like just chilling. Like, yes. I think about what you say a lot all the time is that dogs think that humans are God. But cats know that there is a God that's not human. Yes. And yes. so the way that like dogs treat us is like, oh, this is everything. But a cat is like, all right, you're feeding me and you're taking care of me, but you're not the end all be all. Th- that phrase comes from some South American country where cats just roam all about it. And it's because they view cats as like a religious figure. Dude, cats are literally lions and tigers. They have claws that come out like Wolverine from the X-Men and they're they have weapons. They're just trained to murder you. Yeah. Like anytime like I re- I recently had a cat sit for a friend of ours and when I would go over there it's just me and the cat and the cat is very affectionate. It's a great cat, but like the cat's laying on my stomach and her paws are on my stomach and I'm just thinking like this cat could just <laughs> lacerate and send me to a hospital in under a second and Dude, I'm just so scared of that. But I kind of sometimes like I have this weird like what's the word like masochistic <laughs> like uh, thing with cats like I kind of don't mind when they attack me. I've been debating on getting a cat lately. What's the type of cat you want? A collared flower or something? What's it called? <laughs> a Scottish fold. A Scottish I knew it had some f- fancy name. They're like the Taylor Swift cat. What does that mean? Meaning Taylor Swift has a lot of cats, but she has one particular breed that's her favorite, and it's a Scottish Fold. And it's a little controversial because it is a designer cat. So it's not a cat that looks like Taylor Swift. (laughs) Which I think a lot of cats do. (laughs) You think horoscopes are nonsense. I think they're fun. I don't live my life by the book of astrology. Yes, that's the concern. That's the concern that I have. If Mike's anywhere and he's talking to a girl and the moment she brings up horoscopes, he like does a full 180 or you turn the conversation like back on her. Because It's just a little bit of a slippery slope for what are supposed to be a scientifically literate society. And we're just throwing our ability to characterize people to some astrology that buzzfeed decided or like i don't know let's we can we can skip this for now why why because you're afraid you're afraid madison beer's listening and she's gonna be like no she rolling her eyes once again at you like madison beer got furious at mike one time because he was trying to it was the first night i met her too oh was it and it was about horoscopes yeah yeah but i feel like by having such a strong stance i am a pretty opinionated person and I feel like my opinion against horoscopes is sometimes stronger than people's opinions in favor of horoscopes. And that leads to sometimes conflict, which doesn't, I, you know, I, it's not necessary. I think, I think you need to find a good middle ground when it comes to I've approaching learned, yes. the idea. Just know that it's fun. It's a fun little icebreaker to get to know people. It helps you remember their birthdays. You can see if maybe you sync up with people in certain personality traits. You can laugh about your differences. If someone is really living their life by the book of astrology and saying that they choose not to be friends or choose not to be close to people on opposing signs. I've never met somebody who has treated it that to the T. That is my thought is that when people bring it up, they are now categorizing you as an individual based on 
whatever the sun sign of when you were born. And that's like, oh, well, you're a Gemini, so I can't trust you. And it's like, what, how is that? That That's not, that's not a fair assessment for meeting a person for the first time. What's your sign? Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> that's my go-to. Um, What's your sign? What do you think I am? I have no idea. You've been friends with me for years. I don't know. I don't know. I'm a cancer. I no, you're not. What I hate is the name. Cancer. Yeah, I was gonna say that. Like sounds... I, re- I remember when you know you're in middle school and there's always that one girl that gets the astrology book and it becomes the hot yeah. subject and everybody starts saying, "Oh, what sign they are." Mine was just Cancer, and I was like, "What? All these <laughs> other names in the horoscope? Aquarius, have Aquarius, Gemini, Aquarius, Pisces, Leo. Yeah, and I get Cancer. Ugh. Ugh, and it's the crab. But is it? It's the crab." Can you name all the astronomical? Not that you need to do it now, but can you name all the astronomical, astrological I mean, I could, signs? I could, I could rattle off a lot, but I think I would get dry. But I, if you told me which one I missed, I'd be like, oh, I knew that. What subjects do you think you know the most about? Uh, Disney Channel original movies. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. More than music, TV shows. Um, it, if I was on the, if I was on Jeopardy, and they had a category for like DCOM originals. DCOM? DCOM, like Disney Channel Original Movies, D-C-O-M. Okay. I would go for, I'd say, $1,000, Bob. What's one that you'll put on? Like, Oh, not, I mean, $1,000, Alex. <laughs> Especially in the 90s and 2000s, I'm pretty well-versed in deep and above the average person when it comes to that area. Is there categories of Disney Channel original movies? Are there romantic ones? Are there comedic ones? Are there holiday ones? Oh, yeah, ones? there's all different types. So it's a whole it, genre. Pretty much of... like throughout 1999 to 2004, Disney Channel was making an original movie every month. Every month? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. A month. Do that? Are they all up on Disney Plus right now? Yes. So are you reliving your childhood? Most of them. They just released "Don't Look Under the Bed," which has been a controversial one because it's about the boogeyman and it's really, really, really scary. It's terrifying. Um, ooh, but this is kind of funny. Just now, uh, Zane and I we were sitting and watching The Exorcist, and Mike is terrified of horror movies, and <laughs> you come over and. <laughs> you sit down and you're like, oh, what movie is this? And what do I say? And you go, oh, this is like an old Marilyn Monroe movie. And I was like, oh, okay. And it looks, it's like from the 70s. So it has that 70s look. And it's the middle of the day. It's a nice day out. I'm just here to hang out, have a good time, mm-hmm. sit down on the couch. And the first scene, there's like this medical doctor sticking something in this woman's neck. And I was like, what is going on? And Zane's like, no, no, no. It's a really cute movie. Like this is just a weird yeah. part, but they're getting, they're, <laughs> they're getting back to the cute part. And I was like, which one's Marilyn Monroe? And he, and he was like, Oh no, that's she's coming in. And then turns out it was the exorcist, which, I, <laughs> which I I've like, never seen before. I was trying to see how long we could get you to convince that it wasn't the exorcist. And by the time like the entire family's running up and they open up the door to the bedroom and the little girl is just like Possessed. flying <laughs> uh, like all over the bed. <laughs> yeah, that was during like the first five minutes. I was looking up Marilyn Monroe movies with characters named reagan <laughs> and there was just nothing and i was like what is what are we watching and you guys it was probably a good 15 minutes where i thought that the exorcist wasn't the exorcist right. but we watched a little i mean yeah i kind of left about 15 minutes and you don't like horror movies i just don't understand why people would watch a horror movie i think just to give you a good fright and to make you realize that oh you know Things are never really. What's that wrong with a good scary. Adam Sandler '90s movie? Big Daddy, Happy Gilmore. Adam Sandler movies start sucking like around the some 2000s. of them, but there are some classics. He's got Big Daddy, 
Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison, The Water Boy. I think I put it on just to get a reaction from Zane because I think it would be hard to get Zane to say, "Hey, right now we're about to watch The Exorcist." <laughs> Usually, sometimes if I get my lunch before him and Zane's just chilling on the couch and I have full access to the remote, I'm gonna put on something he wouldn't have the opportunity to say yes or no to and right. then he usually gets sucked in yeah because you have a very good taste for film and cinema oh. so i mean i'd like to think that i mean i'm constantly trying to expand it but lately i've been trying to get zane to appreciate what a good movie is and what a bad movie is you made me watch a scary movie the other night too yes hereditary, hereditary. we made you and todd watch oh it. yeah he hadn't seen it before either no and todd had been like turning it down like multiple times We're like todd no you need to see hereditary you need to see hereditary and he's like oh i just don't know if i want to get into it and it's good it's a great movie it. what, what was the other classic that you saw recently uh, gone with the wind yes Gone with the Wind. I saw Gone with the Wind for the first time sit down about two or three years ago, and I really enjoyed it. But now when I go to bed sometimes, I like to have a little sound in the back of the room, and I usually like to go to sleep watching a movie. But what I love about Gone with the Wind, it's like four hours long. So sometimes occasionally, like, you know, when you like wake up kind of in the middle of the night, it's like still kind of playing. I like knowing that it's like... You don't turn it off? I mean, I I let the TV turn off naturally. I'm saying, but if you wake up in the middle of the night and the movie's still playing, you just let it continue to play? Yeah. Then I go back to bed. But you always fall asleep to some sort of sound? Yeah, usually. Or, yeah, I turn it down just a little bit just to know something's kind of playing. I don't know. It's like my white noise. I do that, too. Yeah. What What do you fall asleep to? Seinfeld. Seinfeld. Yeah. Oh, but then I bet when you wake up, it's already, you're on, like, season three. Uh, So there's a couple different ways that you can watch Seinfeld online. I do it on Hulu now, and Hulu doesn't autoplay the next episode. So once the first episode's done, it's done. Hulu usually does. You can turn it off. I turned off the autoplay. Oh. But sometimes when I... Turn on a movie on Hulu. Next thing I know, I'm on season three of Handmaid's Tale. (laughs) I wish Netflix did have this option where it looked like a TV guide and it was stuff that was already playing. and You can just hop in and watch something, you know? Yeah. Just that's seriously because I waste so much time by the time I sit down trying to figure out, oh, what I really want to watch. I finished my sandwich. Yeah. I'm like, why am I sitting down here in the first place? Yeah. Making decisions about what to be entertained by is something that I think somewhat interesting to think about. Because growing up, we would just, whatever's on the Cartoon Network, that's what you're watching that day. One of the cool things about life, and this is something that comes up once in a while, but you and I have crossed paths many times before we actually met. And before like the internet stuff, one of them is mostly from South by Southwest. Oh, yeah. I think that that's like one of my favorite things is when we realized that we were both at a South by Southwest event together and we never even knew it yeah like when we saw vampire weekend together in whatever 2014 yeah. at Stubbs. same yeah same venue i was there it's crazy unbelievable it's wild when you yeah you look back on those types of things and realize that you were in the same vicinity as people like aaron and tj who are getting married aaron yeah. delfoy and tj petraca they were even at the same shows in like the boston area back in the emo days and really they never even knew and they never crossed paths nope I know it's wild. It's one of those things where, like, for whatever the mumbo jumbo, the power of the universe, all that. But like, I do feel that there are some things where, if it doesn't happen right away, things that are supposed to happen end up happening. So like, you and I were at these events so many times. It was just happened to be the time of Davy Wayne's when we first started talking. But like, the fact that we were at the Reggie Watts show at a different South by before that, we were at the Vampire Weekend show. That's one of those cool things I like exploring with people and friends of like some people you sort of just miss along the way over years. And then other people, the first time you meet them, 
That's it. It's at just the right time. Yeah, sometimes it's crazy. The night I met Zane, the night I met Heath, the night I met Carly, we're all the same night and this same time. That's what I'm talking about. Like that is one of the and, and Car- they were all, like Carly was visiting from Las Vegas or she was visiting from or from Nebraska. Uh, Nebraska, yeah, yeah. And you were visiting or you were here? Um, I was already here, but I just moved out here. I had like zero friends, and it was my first time like ever hanging around all the Vine people. Right, and yeah, I Zane and Heath like came up to me, or I went up to them, and they knew who I was. But there was like no that. like that's not an example of you had crossed paths many times before. That's one right. of those where it's no, like, that's fresh. But sometimes I wondered though, that night with all this meeting, it, we all clicked like really organically. Who knows how we would have ran into each other out here right. through all the internet stuff. It would have been that true. Like it was a perfect opportunity for us to like sit and get to know each other and be excited and celebrate yeah. what we were doing and hanging out. Um, I think of it like planets. Sometimes there's planets that are like orbiting each other and they like they just keep missing. And then after like three or four rotations, they finally crash into each other. Right. And then there's other times where the first time the planets come to the same orbit, they just smash into each other. That's wild. And so like you have that with Zane, Keith, Carly, like the first time you guys, because there's no way you would cross paths with a girl from Nebraska or two kids from Florida. Yeah. That's not something that happened. You know that that hasn't happened. But the first night you met them, boom, linked for life. Whereas me and you have like, sort of been orbiting each other and that vampire weekend show was so good too oh dude it was amazing that was yeah because they had just uh dropped uh modern vampires of the city i think i watched that show next to ellen page get out there were yeah. so many celebrities at that show i'm pretty sure rosario dawson was there oh Donald yeah glover was there i think Shaq. i think snoop it was like the show yeah. of, of the night to go see oh dude that was such a good time oh have you ever like heard about those stories where some guy discovers that he was on a family vacation the same day as his wife when he was a kid. And then they look at their family photos and he sees like the younger version of his wife in the photos. Yes. Do you ever wonder how many photos of you are out there in like someone's family photo yes. album? I think about that a lot of like how much your image appears where you don't know. Yeah. Or like how many people are talking or thinking about you that you don't know. That's like one of those things where I think about when you die, what are the stats you want to know about when you go to heaven? Will they give you stats about like, how many times did I actually do X or who was really blah, blah, do blah. Do X? Ecstasy? No, no, no. <laughs> X as, as an example for some activity. But right. Like, how, many, how many hours did I sleep in my whole life? Yeah. We'll never actually know. You can't actually calculate that. Right. But if there's some after version of like, you can learn how many hours did I spend on the internet? How many hours did I spend on Instagram? <laughs> You're like, wow, I'm in heaven. Give me the data. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Show yeah. me my stats. I would love to see an Excel spreadsheet of all the stats of my life. I don't know. I uh, But I'm kind of the opposite where like I wouldn't want to know because then I feel like I would, I don't know, get mad at myself if I think I, I nap too long or I did. But like we have it right now. How many times did you almost meet Matt King before you actually met. Well, the Reggie Watts show, the Vampire Weekend, like, okay, the orbit was there. Like, how many times did you potentially meet your whoever your wife is going to be before you actually met her? And then this guy from the Disney theme park has photographic evidence that they were at the park the same day. That kind of stuff wow. really good. I, I think about that. Like, I think it's a very motivating factor to get out of bed and like go live life and say yes to things. Mm-hmm. I completely agree. Hope you're enjoying this episode. We're just going to take a quick break to give a word from our sponsors. 
We are supported by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. They obsess over their technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. Let's not kid ourselves. When you're grooming below the waist, it can be a little treacherous. That's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. The Manscaped engineering team spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created and just released the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0, Their third-generation trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to advanced skin-safe technology pioneered by Manscaped. Now, when I tell you this is premium, I mean premium. The battery will last up to 90 minutes so you can take a longer shave. The waterproof technology allows you to groom in the shower. And one of the coolest features is the LED light, which illuminates grooming areas for a closer and more precise trimming. They've also upgraded to a 7,000 RPM motor with the quiet stroke technology. And let's not forget about the charging stand so you can show off your mower loud and proud because this intelligently designed stand is a convenient charging dock powered by USB. If you are listening to me speak right now, I want you to experience it firsthand for yourself. Trim that junk of yours. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code HOOT20. That's H-O-O-T-2-0 at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. And now back to the episode. I just got Mike some lemonade and now he, you're hesitant to try it. Well, here's a weird thing is like flavorings are weird for me. Mostly just <laughs> le- <laughs> like, Go on. like lemon and lime flavored things are weird because I think the first experience I had with lemon and lime flavor was in cleaning products. So my like association of lemon and lime artificial flavor is like drinking pine salt or like eating like cleaning fluids because a lot of cleaning products have lemon scent or lemon fresh. And so my first experience with that when I was younger, I, before I had like a lemon flavored candy was a lemon scented cleaner. And now whenever I have a lemon or lime flavored candy or snack, it's just like like you're drinking just cleaning products. Yeah. I just like, Like you're poisoning yourself like natural lemon squeeze. Great. Like I can squeeze a lemon into, you know, a drink or whatever, and that's fine. But when there's like candy, artificially flavored candy, I'm just like, there's like a weird, like Pavlovian response I have to it. Did you ever like accidentally, um, drink cleaning fluids? No, (laughs) no, purposely, no, purposefully. I don't think I've ever have one time. I accidentally ate a rock when I was a kid. Slow down. Let's go over this step by step. I accidentally ate a rock, and I'll never forget this. I was at my daycare, and it was nap time, 
And one of my friends had a chocolate chip cookie, but I couldn't have a chocolate chip cookie. I don't know why, because I actually think one of, the, one of the kids at the daycare, his mom owned the daycare, and he would manage to get his hands on a chocolate chip cookie. And I was asking him, can I just have a little bit of the chocolate chip cookie? And he's like, I'll give you a little bit of the chocolate, because there were these thick chunks of chocolate. Oh, yeah. Like the ones where you could just like honestly just take off yeah. like, the top. <laughs> And he somehow you really have this memory palmed drilled the chocolate. In. <laughs> he palmed the chocolate and then took like a little pebble out of like his shoe. Like it's one of those pebbles like on a playground. Like, you know, when like you had rocks yeah. on a playground. Handed me that. Instead of I, the chocolate? And I just popped it in my mouth. And, and did you chew on it? No, I like swallowed it. Well, you could have really broken a tooth or something. That could have been terrible. I know. I just I swallowed the rock. rock like and a then pebble. What? Did he tell you, oh, you just swallowed a rock? I kind of, no. And then I realized it as it went down. <laughs> Dude, it was bad. Like, did I can't, you, I did can't you start believe crying? I did that, but I definitely did do that when I was younger. Were you crying? Um, no, I didn't cry. Did you like, I tell was your like, mom, like I was, uh... no, I was embarrassed. I literally swallowed it and just dealt with it. This <laughs> tiny pebble. And I actually have never really brought that up until today. I would cry over really pathetic things. Like, I would cry about not being able to wear Power Ranger underwear. When I was younger. It was uh, last week. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever used to like twin with your best friend? Like, oh, let's both wear our shirts the same day. No, I do that now with you. <laughs> <laughs> you wear a lot of my old shirts. You're wearing one it's, of my old shirts right now. I Most of my style and fashion comes from my friends who have given me their clothes. You kind of swagger jack though sometimes. Uh, it's not kind of and it's not sometimes. I unabashedly and unashamedly will see something that someone cooler than me is wearing and i'll say where did you get that and i'll say hey can i get one too because i don't have a sense of style i don't have a sense of fashion so when people around me find cool shit like you finding those uh shoes that you got me for my birthday which i don't know if that's considered swagger jacking no i gave them to you okay. but i just got them for you in a different color yeah but when we finished recording our episode with Casey, oh, his yeah. friend came over. What was his friend's Max name? Max Joseph. Yes, Max Joseph. Incredible movie director. He was wearing these really sick Adidas gum bottoms. They had, you know, the Adidas three stripes. They were three different shades of blue, like a dark blue, a light blue, and like a grayish Which blue. Which never happens with no. Adidas. They're always the same color. These, these kicks were killer. And he was like, oh, I got them on this website. We get back. We're so excited. I'm going to hunt them down. Mike and I spent almost two hours searching the internet for this particular type of sneakers and we finally found them and there was only one left in stock i bought them and there was only one left in stock so i felt like i had locked it in i then had to leave town for some reason and and i was thinking they would they would have arrived and then i came back and you were like don't be mad at me <laughs> And then I think you just gestured down at your shoes and you yeah. were already wearing them. And yeah. I'm like, you bastard. I bought those. And then I look around to try to find my packages and they never arrived. And it was because I had used PayPal and not my Visa and I didn't get them. But I couldn't believe that you would buy the same shoes as me, Mike. Okay, okay. My plan for when I bought these shoes, knowing that you had them too, I don't care to wear them out. I just wanted to have them because I think they're cool. And my plan was anytime I wear them before I leave the house and I know I'm going to see Matt, I'll text Matt and say, hey, Matt, are you going to wear those shoes? And if you say yes, I'll take them off. And that way you're the one who wears what them. What are we? I I'm just saying because I know that that's why you don't want to get swagger jacks is because you don't want to show up to the party with the same shoes as Mike. But, I, but we also run with the same group of people and I don't want people to be like, oh, wait. 
Matt has those shoes. Oh wait, Mike has those shoes. Yeah, they're this cool is, this shoes. This is a really silly argument. Max I, Joseph I, I, has those shoes. I it's, don't think I'm. You know, I, I don't want the people listening thinking I'm like this. No, no, particular. you're right. Because my older but, mate Derek but also the, the is, same thing. But the thing is, Mike, I would never buy the same pairs of shoes. Why? As you. If it's cool, buy it. We can all rock it. That's what I'm okay, saying. Because now you're acting like we're in second grade. Yes, we're like, that's... come on, we can all. What's wrong with us? I'll rock in the same pair. That's of what shoes. I'm saying. If uh... I find something cool, like like the new Adidas or the new Nike Kill Shots or whatever it is, like I'll I send them to you, and I said you have first right of refusal on them. Like you can, right? You can buy, and you bought them, and they look great. I don't need them. Oh and yeah, I, don't care I did to do them. that. Yes, actually, okay, good point, Mike. Good point. First time I met you, you were rocking the Nike Kill Shots with rubber laces. Yes. But we were also, but we were also living in two different states. Yeah, so, I was in New York, and you were here. And I bought the same shoes, and I rocked the rubber laces. The rubber laces. People who are listening are like, "What rubber laces, guys?" If you check out on Amazon, they are these things called rubber laces, and they're great for just your slip-on sneakers. I don't think you should wear them with boots or anything. But it looks like your laces are just in the most perfect shape, but they're actually rubber. And so, yeah, basically, instead of laces in between the holes, you just put one strip of rubber that looks like a lace in between each set of holes. So you never have to tie them. They're super clean. Yeah. I'm a firm believer in if there's something that you really want, don't buy it immediately. Right. Kind of keep an eye on it for a few days. And if you still want it a few days later, then get them. But what was funny is by the time I got back, I really didn't care about the shoes anymore. I did feel bad because I realized that you're a little bit more sensitive about the swagger jacking well, that. And I also want to clarify the reason why I thought I got them is because they didn't have them in your size. Correct. They only had them in my size and there was a few left. So I thought I was putting my flag down, claiming <laughs> it as my kicks. And that was the end. What toy were you like obsessed about when you were a kid? Was there one that just made your Christmas morning? We didn't have Christmas in our Jewish oh. household. <laughs> oh, no. I'm so sorry. But you got like seven days of presents. So eight. eight days. Yeah. Instead of one day of presents, now, we get all the, eight. Now, is Hanukkah, does it, is it like eight big presents every day? Or does it work up to a really big present? Or I, That's a great question. I think every family does it differently. Let me ask you this. I like this. On Christmas growing up, did you know what you were getting? Or was it always a surprise? Always a surprise. One time when I was younger, I did sneak a look in my dad's closet and I saw two Red Rider BB guns. So you didn't know. You didn't get to like make a list. Did you was, make a list? Like, how, how did? Can you explain this to me? Um, my dad. My dad actually worked for J.C. Penny for J.C. Penny Corporate. They were based in Dallas, uh, and he would give us like the J.C. Penny catalog, and then the back was like the toy section, and we would get a sharpie and we would circle everything we wanted. And then you would hand it in to him. Yes. And then you didn't know what you were going to get. And I think I'm obviously everything I circled I didn't get, but the things I would like really talk about a were lot. Were there any things out of left field that you hadn't circled that you got? Or uh, like, oh my God, I didn't even know I wanted oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Darren's Dance Grooves. <laughs> what is that? You, you don't remember Darren's Dance Grooves? No. Darren's Dance Grooves with this cool guy named Darren, and he taught you all the dances from Britney Spears' music videos, Christina Aguilera's music videos, oh, J-Lo's music okay. videos. okay. And I really wanted that. But I always remember those infomercials as a kid. Those were always the things your parents didn't want to buy you because you'd have to get them to call and Put get it the shipped to the card. house. It yeah. wasn't like when you were at the store and you saw it, you could be like, Mom, buy me this. It was like right. an extra process that would really have to annoy your parents. Yeah. And I got that for Christmas. And that was one I was like, could not believe 
that. Did you I learn got, the dance moves? Did you actually yes, use? But I mean, it, they went very, very fast. What do you mean they went very fast? Well, he was like, "All right, five, six, seven, eight, and in, oh. out, out the gate. All right, repeat." And you're just like this little five year old, you know, hyped up on Dr Pepper. So it's not meant for <laughs> oh, children. it's not meant for kids. Okay, I don't know anybody who bought Darren's dance grooves probably did not actually their learn coolness. it. That was one. But then I remembered, you know, really believing in Santa Claus, and that was a Christmas where. I was like, well, how did the elves make this or get their hands on this? <laughs> did the elves had to call the number? And then I remember that was a first Whoa. Christmas where it's always weird that moment when you're a kid, you want to say thank you, but you to can't your parents. because it's Santa got you these gifts. And that was one where I was like, thank you. So you believe Santa was giving you these gifts? Oh, yeah, for a while, like up until at least fourth grade, I think. That blows my mind. I was a believer. Did you ever like crush on other kids' uh, uh, Santa beliefs? No, because well, I went to a Jewish school, so I didn't. Um, I didn't have like super close non-Jewish friends. So the whole idea of Santa to me, like, you know what a mezuzah is on the door? Yes. I thought that. Okay, so we would have a. <laughs> That's the marker for Santa yeah, to not like, come in. He's like, oh, <laughs> not. Yeah. Do you have a mezuzah on your chimney? Or like, no, no. Well, he would like check the front door. Did you ever have any like Christmas FOMO? Like, mom, no. how come we don't celebrate? No, because we had eight days. Like Christmas seemed to me like you get one eighth of the Yeah, but do you, have, you guys have flying reindeer and uh, milk and cookies? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm totally teasing. No, I, I get like there but, is a lot of uh, folklore to it, which is nice. But the thing that was cool, too, is, like, you have Adam Sandler singing the Hanukkah song, or you have, like, the Rugrats Hanukkah edition episode, and it was, like, a rare thing to find a Jewish pop culture Hanukkah thing, and when you find that, that is, like, oh, we're the cool ones, because we have our own special little Rugrats Hanukkah, like, everything is Christmas, everything is Santa, but we have our own little version of the Rugrats episode that's just for Jews. There's like a New York Times or something where have you ever taken that test where like it, who's it says it what's it says it like or that's the name of it and it, it's a it's a test that the New York Times has where they can figure out which region yes. of the country you're from yes. based on uh, how you name certain things certain things like what do you call the grass in the middle of the road like a median or what do you call a bug that rolls up into a little ball some people Roly call roly-poly some people have other names for it what do you call the thing that you drink from in the hallway when you're a kid a water fountain yes but some people call it a bubbler a bubbler do you call them tennis shoes sneakers or gym shoes those are three different things sneakers i guess sneakers okay like for me, I called them tennis shoes because my mom called them tennis shoes. Like just like a pair of regular yes, Nikes? Like, yeah, like what I'm wearing. These are tennis shoes. Like they're not for tennis, but some you people... You just call them tennis shoes? Yeah. Did you? So did you... you I assume you took this test. Yes, I took the test. Was, was it accurate? Yeah, yes, pretty, pretty accurate. Um, but mine skews a little differently because I think I have certain words that I picked up from my mom and my mom's from Indianapolis. Oh, so interesting. I always think mine's a little off because I was raised with like two different perspectives. But it's, but it is, but it's actually not off. It's uh, accurate that it's pulling the Indianapolis out of it. Yeah. That when I first took that, it blew my mind. Mm-hmm. It was, it literally said central New Jersey. And yeah. I so was like, Miss, what? For, yeah. For Aaron, it's cabbage night, Boston. And I was like, wow. And That's she, one of the questions on it, too. Where yes. I was like, oh, wow. I, it's like you realize you're not living in the same world as everybody else. Yeah. What's the name of the test? Uh, the name of the test is how y'all use and you guys talk. Yes, that's it. 
Oh, that's a good name for it. No, it's perfect. Did you watch Arthur the Aardvark? Oh, my gosh. Every single day when you're walking down the streets, get along with each other. Oh, I guess it was a reggae song in the intro, huh? It was Ziggy Marley. It was Bob Marley's brother. Really? Yeah, and I say, hey, hey, what a wonderful wonderful kind of day. Get to learn learn to walk and play. And get along with each other. other. Wow. You've got to listen to y'all. Listen to the rhythm. Listen to the beat. Open up again. Was that before school or after school? Um... After school, I think after it was school, but my mom, but my mom would sometimes she would VHS record and tape the shows when they would air during the day. So when we got home and right before we went to bed, we would watch that or Blues Clues. Oh, do we love Blues, Blues Clues, Clues so much that my mom would give us like these little um, our own handy dandy notebooks and we would draw the clues with uh, what was his name? Steve. Steve. Oh yeah. We loved it so much that we spray painted our dog blue. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> My eyes widened so much. I like couldn't believe that. Oh, wait. Bow, bow, bow. Bow, bow. What a great show. My favorite time was mail time. Oh, here's the mail. It makes never me, fails. It makes, makes me, me want to wag my tail. tail. When Man, it comes, I want to yell mail. It's crazy how big um, people are loving videos from like high schools and like 1995 or it's like the last day of high school in 1996 and someone will have some home video footage camera of them just walking around their high school filming all the students wasn't it you that showed me like 7-eleven at 3 a.m yes 7-eleven at 2 a.m outside of disneyland and i think 1987 it's crazy so these guys are just with their friends filming inside the 7-eleven at this weird hour of the night and it's wild, like all these people that come up to the camera and start talking to it, and just how much of a novel idea it was being filmed. Like people just got so excited and wanted just to be like, "Whoa, what's this for?" Or, yeah, hey, people were just so candid and willing to talk to it. Now, if you just went around starting to film people, everyone would. It's be like, oh, you're out. a vlogger. Yeah, because also cr- those video cameras back then were mainly for home videos. Like you would film your family with them, and it's for memories. And to see it out in public was probably. Whoa, okay, let me... And then it's also a 7-Eleven at 3 a.m. It's weird because, like, you see the manager of the 7-Eleven, like, smoking a cigarette inside the 7-Eleven, just talking with, like, another girl working there. But then you also hear the guy behind the camera talking, and it, it like, kind of feels like a vlog, but it's... Ni- what year is it? 1987? Uh, I think it's 1987. It's definitely late 80s, not 90s. But one time when I got my internship at 7-Eleven, they're like, well, it was at like their advertising agency and I was on the 7-Eleven account and that video went viral on Reddit. I sent it to my boss and like our team to show them like, this is really cool because you get to see like all of the in-store promotions and advertising during that time. And then he sent it to corporate and the CMO like replied back on my email and like said, thanks, Matt, so much for sending it. Like that was like a really cool moment. Like so you're 7-Eleven royalty. Yeah. One of my first like weeks of the internship, it was like the best thing I could have like sent out. Do you get free hot dogs every time you go in there now? No, but on 7-Eleven when I was an intern for them, on the actual day, July 11th, I got to go around to like all the 7-Elevens in the Dallas area. And because like, you did this, you found this video or no, because you were well, just... No, it was just we wanted to see how the day of 7-Eleven was doing where they give out free Slurpees and stuff. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. It's always weird. Like at 7-Elevens, all the DVDs they're trying to sell. Like who goes into a 7-Eleven and buys a DVD? Who goes anywhere and buys a DVD? <laughs> you tell me, but clearly it's somebody who's going to a 7-Eleven. DVDs are weird. Do you remember when DVDs came out? Uh, yes, I remember my friend Addison 
at his house, he had DVDs before any of us, and they were like those super skinny cases compared to the VHSs. And so it was always a big deal going to his place because he had DVDs. What did you know about DVDs? That they were basically like CDs. They weren't those massive chunks of plastic that would make sparks go off and a little movie appear in it. Like, it's crazy yeah. that we had VHSs. But yeah, I remember DVDs and I remember my dad getting a DVD player for Christmas. Yeah, I remember the big thing about DVDs was that you didn't need to rewind it. Yes. Like that was such a crazy new concept of like, Back in the 90s, the event of the week was you go to Blockbuster on like a Friday afternoon and then you rent a tape for the, and then that's the movie you're going to watch on Friday or Saturday night. You return it on Sunday. But if you didn't rewind the tape, they charged you more money. Really? Yeah. They did that at Blockbuster if yes. you didn't rewind? I thought it was just recommended. It was just be kind, rewind. It wasn't saying rewind or we're going to find well, you. Well, that's, I mean, the marketing of it is, yeah, they're not going to say rewind or we're going to find you, but I was, they would charge you more if you didn't rewind the tape. I was just talking to my dad about this the other day. Before we had a Nintendo 64, we would go to Blockbuster and rent the Nintendo 64. The, the console. The console. They would give it to us in this big, chunky, like, black case like it would look like you would store microphones or some type of uh, instrument in and we would go and use that did you play it, it on the weekends yeah i think so or we would just rent it for the night it was usually when i was having a sleepover and i oh. didn't have a nintendo 64 yet and we would go and rent it from blockbuster but yeah i remember when dvds came out and it was such a big deal like not getting it scratched because the worst thing was if your dvd got scratched and there were all of these little hacks on how to uh save the dvd they were like you put peanut butter on it did you ever know that one what yeah, no. you put peanut butter and it would like heal the scratch or you put shaving cream and then at gamestop they would sell you those like disc cleaner things where you would put yeah, the disc in and that spray some ointment oh yeah they were like all these little hacks. I just remembered not needing to rewind. Or like, the best thing were just bonus features too yes, on DVDs. The behind the scenes and like you can start the movie. There was chapters in the movie where there you were just Easter eggs yeah. too in DVDs. Like there'd be on the Shrek DVD. Oh, if you go on one page and you press up, up, down, down on your menu remote, right? It would take you into like a bonus game or something. That's like what I miss. On like Netflix, is there is no bonus features, and I loved seeing that. You would you there would be full full blown documentaries on a DVD about the movie that you know when you buy the DVD you just have that. But if you watch Back to the Future on Netflix, it's just it's just the movie, and you yeah, miss they out don't on all offer, that stuff. They don't offer that to you, but I guess that's their incentive for you to buy the full thing right. on DVD. You got to no, really or want just it. no, just not DVD, but you can still get bonus features when you buy it. Can you? Yeah, on like iTunes. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Also, you like get all CDs the commentary too. and everything. You, you like now? Wait, this is a really we're going down a nostalgic path right now. Do you remember the Easter egg on Microsoft Word 1997? Maybe you could go into a flight simulator. You can go into flight simulator from Microsoft Word 97. No, it was you had to go to help and it would bring up like the help option tab and you had to put your finger right over the Microsoft Word icon and you had to do like shift key tab something and you and you clicked and it would go into this like virtual flight simu simulator world where you were like flying over all these mountains. You never knew about this. I had flight simulator. I had the actual game. I mean, this wasn't a flight simulator where you picked planes out and you were flying over the world. It was this 
like mini it was like game a Tron. It was of... this Tron world with these like little mountains, and you just like were soaring over it POV style, and everybody would hack into it all the time. I've we... never heard about this. Wow. Well, we're gonna have to YouTube it. Yeah, later that's... to show you after this. Sometimes I think about urban legends and how they passed from town to town yeah. all across America without the internet. Well, the first one I ever heard. And it was because of this girl, Katie Baroni's mom worked at a daycare, and she told me that a kid at her daycare ate Pop Rocks and soda at the same time, and the kid's stomach burst. And yeah, I believe that that's for one of them. years. That's one of them. That's one. Like Medusa or Bloody Mary, like those are uh, ones. Oh, yeah. If you, you go into you the bathroom and say, say Bloody, Bloody Mary Bloody. three times. Yeah. It's like, how do you know that in Texas? And I know that in New Jersey. Before the internet. Oh, yeah. Like, how does it spread? How does it spread? The thing is, those have been going around since the beginning of time. Our parents knew about it. About Bloody Mary in the bathroom? Yes. 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 Those have been around for a long time. I'm pretty sure the Bloody Mary ones have. There have been multiple times where I've said, like, some joke or something, and my dad's like, oh, yeah, we used to say that one when we were kids. Interesting. Yeah. But it is weird thinking about when things really do catch on. Like and how does it spread? Or there was also one. Someone made a YouTube video recently about uh, uh, jingle bells, jingle bells. Batman smells. Robin laid, laid an egg. egg. The Batmobile lost the wheel, and Joker, Joker got does ballet. Do, see, wait, the Joker got away. You said does the Joker ba- does ballet? No, see, it's different. But uh, like we both have a different version of the jingle bell right, song but a guy, about Batman. Yeah, a guy on YouTube though hunted it down and like did a whole bunch of like uh research and like surveys asking people to submit like their age where they learned this and I think a big one was from the Simpsons kind of started that oh, one. Cuz either say jingle bells jingle bells Batman smells but then there's all of these other different variations that they think just took on organically through kids during that time. We actually talked about this also recently but did you know that all Fruit Loops are the same flavor? Really? Yeah. Oh. It's a. Eh, I'm kind of not. Now that you say it, that makes sense. Because I, I did. But were tricks all different flavors? I don't know about tricks. I thought that it was Skittles. And I was like, no, guys, I'm telling you, Skittles are all the same flavor. No, Skittles all taste different. Yeah. So I was Mandela affecting it with, <laughs> with Fruit Loops. But apparently, Fruit Loops, and maybe I'm still wrong, it might be tricks, but there's some like cereal that, even though they're all different colors, they're all the exact same flavor. I can see Fruit Loops all. Wait. Ah. But like, I kind of feel like the yellow Fruit Loops had a different flavor. I think Apple Jacks had different flavors, right? I know. At least the Apple green Jacks. ones had different ones, different flavors than the orange ones. I loved Apple Jacks. Apple, that's that is a very Matt King cereal to like. Apple Jacks? Yeah. Oh, I love that. You, you Apple look Jacks. like Apple Jacks. Like your whole oh, what? oh come. <laughs> <laughs> I like this new bit that you're doing where we'll see some character or some actor and they'll just be like, Oh, Mike, you really remind me of Jojo Siwa. <laughs> <laughs> this was an interesting podcast. Yeah. I hope people enjoyed it. I hope you liked it. I think I feel like this is what it's like hanging out with us. Exactly. And for you guys listening to us, we're always having to talk to other people, getting to know them. These are just little moments where you want to get to know us. Get Which know. I think people are interested in. I've seen some no, reviews yeah. and gotten some comments of like, hey, I would love to hear just you guys talk. So. No, I like these. These are such a breeze. And so easy. And I'm so excited for the guests we have coming up. We may be taking a slight break or we are going to be taking a slight break to prep us for... Our the video, video launch version, which is really, really cool. We just want to have extra time to really make sure that we are giving you guys the best quality and setup 
for those podcasts. So take a break. Listen to any other episode you haven't listened to. We will still have the audio version. Oh, yeah. The the audio version, yeah, will totally be along with the video. But thank you already to you guys who have been listening to the audio version. It really means a lot. But, yeah, we'll be taking a little two-week vacay to prep and bring you guys that video version as well. But once again, thank you so much for listening. If you haven't listened to the others, go listen to it. If you have never left a review, leave one. It really means a lot. We love you guys. Thank you so much. And have a great day.